Alrighty, welcome, welcome to DC Cinematic Minute. It's a daily podcast in which we analyze Dawn of Justice by each individual minute. My name is Mark. You can find me on all social media at Mark Meadows. And I'm Nathan. You can also find me on social media at No Clutch Nate. I'm Andrew Dorowski. I'm from the Disney Animation Minute Essentials Podcast. Alrighty, and today on Dawn of Justice, we're talking about minute number 16. And it starts with the death of quote-unquote Jimmy Olsen. Hmm. Oh, yeah. And ends with the death of someone else. Good question. Yeah, some Nairobi insurgent. Uh, but yeah, this uh, this minute here is pretty much completely from the Ultimate Edition, right? I mean, we get some some of it is... Not completely. Most of it. Is it most of it? Yeah. In the Ultimate Edition, we don't get any of this CIA... Talon Python in the, in the theatrical. In the theatrical, we don't get any of this. Oh, okay. What did I say? <clears throat> so, so, so you've got the theatrical edition and the ultimate edition, which is basically the director's cut with everything in. Well, apparently the director's right? cut is like some four-hour yeah. myth. Okay, so we, you're talking about the ultimate edition. There's also a director's cut, which is something else. Yes. Yeah, apparently the original... Okay. Apparently there's a cut out there that's like four hours yeah. long but does not exist to the public. Okay. But what and so the ultimate edition is how long compared to the theatrical? The 18 um, minutes longer? Thir- 30 minutes 30 longer minutes than longer. the theatrical yeah. cut. So Got it. Original, well, the... Hold on. Let me... The theatrical version, I believe, is 151 minutes, and the ultimate edition is 183 Okay. So it's pretty long. It's so a, for you guys, it's an extra month. Yeah. <laughs> Is that true? It's an extra six weeks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, thanks for bringing that up, Andrew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Andrew, what is it? What uh, what are your what is your relationship like with Dawn of Justice? So I've I'm I've been into superheroes and comics since I was a kid, and if you went to me when I was in elementary school and said, Hey, and like I'm thinking elementary school. Cause that's, I was in elementary school still when like Spider-Man and the first X-Men movie came out. So that's when I was getting like the introduction of the live action superhero movies. And if you'd gone to me and said, Hey, in like 15 years, they're going to do a Batman and Superman movie. It's going to be introducing the justice league. And then you're not really going to have enough motivation to go see it in theaters. I would have thought that was the dumbest thing ever. <laughs> but that's what happened. Like, I I never got to it in theaters. I think, I'm trying to remember exactly what was going on. It might have been when I started dating my wife. And so I was distracted by things like that. <laughs> There's a lot of things that could have distracted like me. <laughs> <laughs> uh. um, but, like, it's it's sort of amazing to me that this movie came out and... There had been so much press going on, and I mean, I I enjoyed Man of Steel a lot more than a lot of other people, but I think I actually allowed myself to be like really susceptible to all the press and um, a lot of other people's reactions. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, it was um, from the other podcast I did, not Disney, um, but the protagonist podcast, mm-hmm. my brother Joseph and, and our other co-host, uh, they did a... Um, just for just for patrons quick cast on it and they were very unhappy about it and i think that that's the thing that most poisoned the water for me 
I was like, I guess I'm not going to go see it in theaters then. They did it, like, within a week after it came out. And they were very, very, very harsh. And I know Joseph still feels that way. I, I assume you guys will have him on sometime. Uh, yeah, and, next week. and he'll talk about it. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, Joseph's, like, I think recently he said this film still makes him unhappy. Like, it, I, I think possibly angry to oh. watch. Hmm. And I don't know. I don't think he's seen the extended, so maybe the ultimate edition is would be better. But I, I am kind of doubtful. It's um, a completely different film for sure. I mean, that's my opinion. Right. I mean, a half, a half hour of footage is a lot of footage, and there is a lot that can be put in mm-hmm. with a half hour or or taken out. I mean, it's it's crazy, but it's like the week that you that we're doing with you this week um, is probably one of the most uh, controversial. Not controversial. controversial, but like if you compare the theatrical version with the ultimate edition, this week is completely like a complete game changer in terms of like how you perceive the film. Oh, yeah, because we're sure. going to be talking about what uh, I think this is probably the most manipulated week, to be honest, um, comparing the two versions. So, I mean, it's crazy that we're kind of bringing that up because it's like this is this is where. I don't know. People kind of start questioning the Superman in this universe, like as the audience. So I, I haven't seen the content of this week in the theatrical version. Like I said, I didn't go to the theater uh, to see it ever. So I don't know what this week looks like. Otherwise, other from what you've what you've shown me, you know, like like this is what I know. Of. Like you don't know what the other the theatrical version. Yeah. What so, the other what the other version? So you don't know is, what so to compare it to. Yeah, I can only comment on this version. I don't have any comparison. And your brother's only seen the theatrical version. I'm I'm almost certain because I I think he would be very unhappy to spend money on it. Like that's how much he doesn't like this movie, which is weird because he's he's a bigger you know comic book person than than I was, and, mm-hmm. and I got a lot of my stuff from reading things that he already owned, and so it's very odd for me to to imagine uh, like a young version of me saying it's like. Nah, I'm good. I've had enough superhero movies right now that I don't need to see this one. Whereas, like, when I was 10, it was like, there's going to be more movies? Like, I didn't know that was going to happen. I didn't know it was going to be, like, four or five a year No, within within 15 years. Yeah, I mean, even some of our friends are kind of like that. With It's kind of like an oversaturation, oversaturation of superhero films at the point where they don't go unless one of those films is, like, superb and like they have a reason to go see it yeah um well and i'm I'm definitely not in that camp because i went to see Su- suicide squad <laughs> um early on but i think that had been like the marketing i was a little more interested in mm-hmm. and for this one they between marketing and the the media um reactions to it they had managed to make me very disinterested in it whereas super suicide squad i at least thought and like i kind of want to see like how crazy some of this stuff got mixed up in the editing process. Like you hear about how there's like, like three full different cuts yeah. from the footage that they filmed. I'm like, well, that sounds kind of interesting. I want to see like what came out of that and like compared to the trailers and, and things like that. Whereas this one, I was just like, I think I get it. And uh, um, at least for, for the theatrical. It happens, man. Yeah. I've watched this movie be like one of them sleeper things. Yeah, like, uh, <laughs> I was listening to, like, the Thing minute and how they were talking about, like, 
people hated that film back in the 80s and then it's Did like they? nowadays it's like a cult classic like yeah. people love the hell out of it i wouldn't say cult classic but like i wouldn't even say like favorite mm, it's pretty cool classic i mean they, no 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 not that's not, kind of, not that's his that's his jam yeah yeah, yeah yeah the thing is cult classic i wouldn't call this movie a cult classic if it were like one of those like sleeping movies that doesn't you know get uh the the popularity i get no it doesn't get the, the praise the praise it needs until like the later. Criti- yeah critical yeah yeah, yeah. So, yeah. but like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put this one in. If if that were to happen, I wouldn't like. Uh, I wouldn't guess that it would be a cult classic. You I know just, what I'm trying uh, to say? It would just kind of become a classic. Yeah, it yeah. would just be like, oh man, did you ever see Dawn of Justice? Everybody's gonna call it Batman vs Superman. Did you ever see Batman vs Superman? Yeah, and and be like, <laughs> be like, oh yeah, no, I didn't see it. I heard it was terrible. That was 10 years ago, Hombre. You should watch it now. I don't yeah. know. Something needs well, to happen I mean, to put we, something in motion. We've talked about it before, and I don't want to dwell too much on it, but we've, we, like, I feel like there's almost a trend to dog on this film yeah. to the point where it's like most people haven't seen it. And it, and again, it's like most, most Ethan and I say it a lot, but it's like if you haven't taken the time to see the Ultimate Edition, which you know is kind of available to anyone at this point, mm-hmm. please watch it. Yeah. And then like actually... And then go ahead. And, and then judge that. Yeah. Like, you know, but... Um, you know, like I said, Joe's going to be joining us next week, so we're going to have Joe actually watch the Ultimate Edition before we... You want him to watch the whole thing? Well, yeah, we can... You're going to make him do we've that? We've had... You know, we've been giving... <laughs> we've been, I've been connecting multiple of our future guests with the Ultimate Edition. Like, last week with Harper Harris, he watched it for the first time. Then you gave it to him? Yeah, I have that ability. Don't I mean, him. I know... Shh. Yes, I know you have the... <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Sharing is caring. Yep. <laughs> Sharing is legal, right? Um, how about we go ahead and talk about the minute, right? Oh, did we not even do okay. that yet? What, what are we on? So, I mean, you, you you mentioned, like, how it starts and how it ends. Perfect. Yes. So, this is, like, um, uh, we've talked a lot say. about it, but, we've, Andrew, yeah. do you want to talk about <laughs> a certain character dying? Uh... I okay. So you talked a lot about this with the with the Man of Steel minute. I I didn't know that they had changed uh, Jenny Olsen to uh, like Gergich Gerwich Gerwich Yeah. Um, and I was totally fine with Jenny being kind of a new Jimmy. Yeah. And so I never had any issue with that. I was like, oh, all right, cool. Like, I mean, put people in, do what you got to do. And so I didn't have any issues with that. And so when I heard it, it's like, oh, and then they put Jimmy Olsen. I was like, didn't they already put like the Jimmy Olsen analog into the <laughs> the, the series? Like I didn't, I had no idea that they had changed it. I'd never heard that. Yeah. Um, and so when I heard, it's like, yeah, they put him in, and then he's dead in like the first fifteen minutes. I'm like, All right, I mean, like, it hits it hard. I really don't feel like that's like I don't feel like that's necessary. <laughs> And yeah. and also my understanding was that like Jimmy Olsen doesn't really have any characteristics of Jimmy Olsen. Um, I'm glad you brought film. that like, up. He, he, yeah, I'm he's glad not you really, brought that up. He, he's not doing like the Jimmy Olsen thing. So as far as I'm concerned, like, well, I think Superman's friend Jimmy Olsen probably hasn't really appeared then. Hey, hey now you're on to something, Mister. To last week's minutes, and he there already knows. Go. Look at you putting. <laughs> it's like a puzzle, and you. you're solving oh, is, it. Is there is there a conspiracy? Yeah, it's a big one. All man. we talked about. Get on your tinfoil hat. Yeah, full <laughs> right in the water. Um, no, yeah, that's literally what we've been going. We've been calling him "quote unquote" Jimmy Olsen. Air uh, quotes. Since, yeah, since last week, because 
I don't know. If you're a CIA agent, you don't give your real name out, right? Yeah. So Jimmy Olsen. <laughs> oh, Jimmy Olsen, well-known CIA operative. Yeah, yeah, right. I'm on Facebook. Also, photographer <laughs> and and like weird metropolis social figure. Yeah, exactly. Um, so this ultimate minute uh, edition minute right here. This kind of this really sheds light um, not just on his involvement. Um, but also just the CIA as a whole in this kind of Nairobi skirmish that's going on. Um, we found out we find out that his code name is actually Talon. Boom! Ring and ding they ding. Say Talon is down, and then they say um, they mention Python, but I can't remember the exact. Do you want to? Do you want to stop at Talon? You have do anything wanna, for Talon? Well, yeah, we can go. Yeah. Yeah, we can go. Yeah. You want to go? You want to go? Right, let's go. No, let's go. You go. Well, Talon, obviously, is, um, I took it as reference into, you know, Court of Owls story with, you know, the Batman. The, the, the Talon. Yeah, the Talon. What was his name? Calvin? Who's that? He's, Uh, Talon. He's like the anti-Batman. There you go. Yeah, that's that's a good one. Um, so I think, I assume that's what that's from. Um. Oh, yeah. But what was this guy's name? What was... Uh, we only know him as "quote unquote" Jimmy Olsen, James Olsen. So we don't know. What I mean, his I, I would name say is. it's a pretty. It's what a, if his name was Calvin Rose? So is, is would that be like Zack Snyder saying that CIA is like the Court of Owls? Oh snap! Because he's he's yeah. talent. So he's or an, or the Court of Owls has infiltrated the CIA. I like that better. At least because I think um, I think when they expanded like the stuff, there's a lot of talents. And it's not just like the one talent. Yeah, no, there was just the one that followed the story that like broke away from the culty aspect of it and kind of went vigilante. Yeah, so there could there could be lots of them. And so this could be one of any. Yeah, it's very true. Hmm. I like that. <clears throat> Excuse me. Do the, Wait, so do, would he get to choose his CIA call sign or... Are we just like saying it's like ah hand wavy? It gets in there. He's Talon. <laughs> I think it was just like a oh he's got to have like a code name. Let's call him Talon. I uh, I don't know some sort well, of I mean, operative they could call mind him Talon thinking. because it's like if he's representing America, he's infiltrating. Like, well, I was gonna say like eagles have talons. Yeah, yeah. So there's probably it's American. Something. I, I mean, there's there's a million call signs mm-hmm. that have to get generated for all sorts of stuff. Well, you think it's, owls it's are the only ones with talons? <laughs> Yeah, it's true. <laughs> um, but yeah, who's the other name that Python. we heard here? And who so is that? I went. So I did some digging around, and um, I found. Is this guy going to be part of Serpent Society? Part of what? Serpent Society. Oh, Serpent I don't. Society. I don't know. Maybe it's one of the DC terrorist groups. Um, well, what I found was that scene and this is where i'm still on the fence about it i don't know if i necessarily believe this so if you're listening tell me what you think um python i assumed was from sandman which is a sandman uh the mystery theater um our man python and that was when they poured it over poured it over that was when they brought an hour man into the sandman universe and like vertigo and stuff which was cool but then python was his own villain i don't remember anything about that my Sandman knowledge is at, like, it's next to nothing. I just thought it was a really cool... Not enough sand. I watched <laughs> I watched this... I watched... I read the Sandman Overture when that was new. It was great. It was beautiful. It was awesome. But then all the other stuff, My most of my Sandman knowledge comes from the um, Wesley Dodds from Earth 2, from, like, hmm. the beginning of New 52, which I thought he was awesome. 
Is know? there like a pun intended with Sandman and then this guy being? Yeah, the that's desert? what I thought was like the the call to. It was like, oh, well, let's just not call him Sandman because two on the nose. Let's call him Python. Hmm. Yeah, because if you call him Sandman, then everyone's like, oh, it's like he's gonna be Sandman yeah. eventually. There's also in that story that um, uh, mystery theater story. There was uh, there was a story about. Sandman, uh, Wesley, uh, and this one girl that like they fell in love, and in that story they f- she found out that Wesley was Sandman, and she wasn't really like she didn't know how to react to him being a crime fighter and mm-hmm. how the world saw him. So I don't know if that's like kind of playing to the Lois and Cal side of this, where she's trying slowly realizing that you know she can't. Uh, he can't be who he is when he's dated yeah. kind of thing. It's like, and, and that's what, that was a central theme in that Sandman story. So I don't know if that's reaching too far. It's a little reaching, but it's a good correlation. Yeah. I'd give I was, you it for pulling that together. Eh, something out there. <laughs> um, I don't have anything better. <laughs> yeah. I don't think, I think that's the best we can do with that. Yeah. So. But, like, there's no really that big of an explanation on who he is. He wasn't even pulled. You can't even bring him up as the actor. Like, yeah, I couldn't even find the, the Python's not even listed on the DCEU wiki or the IMDb. Yeah. I'm sure he's listed as, like, a different name or something. Or maybe no that name at all. usually means that it was one, just one of the stunt coordinators. Probably. Even then, I mean. Like, they, they, they would very often put the stunt coordinators in if, if they got, like, a named part. But that's my best guess is that this ended up just being like a stunt team. Um, I mean, but then again, you have people like Jeffrey Dean Morgan that aren't even credited. Uh, He wasn't credited for a reason. Yeah, but I don't know. You know, who knows? Hmm. Um, In this minute, Python wants to still rescue Lois Lane because there's still a U.S. civilian in that stronghold. But the CIA doesn't want... um, him and his men is python the the whole group or is python i think it's just him okay um doesn't want to run such a risk and would rather just um wipe out the stronghold using a unmanned drone and call it a day that would mean the the death of lois lane but it would be a safer option I wonder if he even knew that Lois Lane was in there. Yeah, he said that's why I'm gonna. He said yeah. he said there's still a civilian. Civilian. What if they just said like, oh, oh it's just a civilian? What you know? I th- oh, assume. Oh, so is Lois Lane no. more important than a civilian? I'm assuming yes. No. Uh, in this universe, I mean, Lois Lane. She's a world class reporter, no, and she's had relations with the alien. They sent to go meet with Lois Lane, so they knew who she yeah? was. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, so let's. I guess we're on the same page that I'm everybody call knows Talon everything. From now on. You want to call Screw, quote unquote Jimmy Olsen? I mean, we're done talking about him after this minute, so who cares? Yeah, all right, just call him Talon from now on. <laughs> what if anyone ever brings it up? It's like, oh, they they killed Jimmy Olsen. And I'm like, no, no, you're talking they, about Talon. Yeah, they killed. They killed. They killed Talon. Yeah, <laughs> get it right, nerd. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. So so, but Python like he just like he's he's not going for this. He is just ignoring it, and he's like, nah, call it the drone because we're gonna be there. Like, is this like the worst? semi-military operation ever i wrote that what we're looking at is the result of in a world where let's say the avengers signed the sokova accords or you know like if superman like like knelt to like the demands of government and only did what they like when they told him to do something yeah this is the result of that you have this kind of 
okay, so there's seven horsemen. There's like Python is a group of like his group. Mm-hmm. There's seven of them. It's kind of like Justice League number, right? So it's like I wrote this is like the world's current and like inefficient Justice League. I don't know why, but it just it felt like what we have now in this world before like Superman comes. I mean, Superman's still brand new, but they still have things like like these groups of people. Yeah, like if Seal Team Six was like. Yo, they're they're the rock stars ascended yeah. to clean up. Everything. But they still yeah. have to, they still have to obey the government, and yeah. so it's kind of like again, like I said, like if the Avengers sign the Sokova Accords, this would be one of those scenarios where they go, "Hey, we don't want you to go save the world right now. We'll tell you when you when you can do that." And they're like, "Screw you, man. That's you know, we want to be able to do what you know what's right, which would be saving Lois Lane, but they're told not to." So, so uh, when you were like describing all that. What it made me think of is this guy is basically saying, it's like, well, if Superman, like, can and does do whatever he wants to save people, then that's justification for us to disobey orders and do what we want and, you know, tell someone else to leave the drone out of it. And we'll go save people because if Superman can do it, why can't we just say, let's do it? I mean... And so he's, he's like, inspired this disobedience to the authority. In yeah, not not in like not for the reason of just disobedience, but in the sense of like yeah. trying to save the, someone's they, life. Yeah, they think this is the better way to try and um, achieve this goal of, of saving people and um, taking care of this situation. It's so they're going to say, "Well, ethical. we're going to do it our way," and yeah, to save Lois Lane. Absolutely. Um, let's see. I also wrote down. And then oh, when it when it cuts away from the horsemen, there's like, is that smoke or is that just a ton of dust floating throughout this entire sequence? You know what? I want to say it's dust or it's like a bunch of blowing sand. Um, but it just seems to be kind of like blowing straight up from the ground. Well, I was also going to say like it might just be like CGI sand. <laughs> So it's, to to add smoky, foggy effect. Yeah. At what point does sand turn into dust? Is dust what? I think when it, when it floats. Is that it? That's it. So this this question is irrelevant, I guess, at this point. I don't I don't know, but it's like I was so confused. I'm like, what is that stuff? Has there been a fire nearby, or is it just real dusty? It's probably just real dusty. That looks gross. Though. <laughs> it looks so unpleasant to be in. I, like, yeah. if you well, sweat then, for 10 seconds, you are just going to be coated in a, a layer of, of that sand. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, we live in Florida, so we sweat constantly. So um, There's no dust. There's sand, though. Yeah. A lot of sand. Yeah, just imagine like all that dust you see in this, in this minute being there when you're sweating in Florida. And it's like, oh, th- I'm done. That's it. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go outside, man. Yeah, no thanks. That's a very dismal environment. Dismal? D- disdainful? Yeah. Dismal? Disdain? Nairomi? I think Dismal. is what you want with that. Hmm. That's what we're talking? We're talking about Nairomi? <laughs> yeah. Sorry. We think it's a <laughs> fictional place and we're not offending anyone. It's very true. <laughs> Oops. Um, but yeah, I also wrote here because this is the shot where we actually get to see the seven soldiers on horseback. And I wrote down D- Diet Justice League. Diet Justice League? Oh, yeah. That's a good one. That's the best way. <laughs> I if- should write that down. <laughs> That is uh Instead of Justice League Dark, Justice League Light. Hey, don't make fun of Justice League Dark. Even though they have a terrible name. 
You think well, no, I'm just saying, like, it, they're they're just going with the branding options. You do Justice League and then an adjective. Yeah. Justice League dust. Oh. <laughs> Dustice League. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a kid named Dustin who, like, was really into Justice League, and that was, like, his... It's his, it's his aim, aim like, name. Yeah, I was gonna friends. say the same thing. <laughs> Instant messenger name. <laughs> oh, that's good. You can find me on Justice League. I talk about all the toys <laughs> of Justice League that are coming out, and uh, I do an unboxing video of each one. <laughs> Don't forget to hit that like button. <laughs> um, we we, we cut back to Lois Lane and Amajog, and. Uh, Lois Lane is kind of pleading for her life a little bit here. So you get some get some fear in this moment. She says, I didn't know about the situation between GME Olsen, Talon being a... What, C- what did, with that word you just yeah. said. Yeah. Talon <laughs> being a CIA operative. And um, and then Amanjog responds with, ignorance is not the same as innocence, Miss Lane. Two things there. Yeah, what's hit me with it? Um, we'll start with the... The not so big one. He says, "Miss Lane, does he know her name? By because of what just happened, or because he didn't know that, that she's a Pulitzer Prize winning reporter. Everyone knows who Lois Lane is. Yeah. just like we all know current Pulitzer Prize winners by name and face. Ooh, I hear what you're saying. <laughs> but at the same time, he did not know the interview was with a lady. Good accent. Put that on the soundboard." <clears throat> I'm telling you, we need to invest in one, man. Hey, if you're out there, send us a soundboard so I can keep track of all of Mark's <laughs> accents. But yeah, he didn't know the interview was with a woman. And Talon says, it's okay, Lois. And that's maybe it. through all that commotion, was he like, who's this? And maybe it's cool sunglasses idea. guy was like, this l- how do you do a Russian accent? This is Lois. I can't do it. Nope. <laughs> Do it. Cool sunglasses guy says. With the slicked back hair? Oh, yeah. yeah. You want a Russian accent? Yeah, I want a Russian guy. accent. Go. No. Go, Mark. This is Lois. There nope. you go. <laughs> that Lois. was just off the No, job. you can't do it. Cause lo- mm. I don't know how to say L's in, in Russian. Mm-mm. Yeah, Lois Lane. Whatever. Maybe they um, had a, some sort of conversation of saying, like, yo, you know who this chick is? She doesn't feel, you know, comfortable unless, unless she's wearing a flag jacket. Someone already prepped everyone with who was showing up, you know? Certain. They they just like okay here's the slideshow these are the people we expect to arrive this is Lois Lane this is Talon this is Superman you know what they look like now mm-hmm. and go um but yeah and then the other it's got like a little profile of what their abilities like fighting style weapons of choice the camera what kind of camera it is <laughs> um where the tracker is going to be hidden you know the important All that stuff. stuff yeah. Um, ignorance. It's, it's just like uh, it's just like what anyone does when you're meeting like their friends or when you're like bringing your your girlfriend to your family. You give her like the slideshow. The presentation's like, okay, this is Uncle Mike. He is a black belt and he likes to use the bow staff. I don't. I don't know if I want to hang out with your family, Andrew. That sounds very dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> what was it, Uncle Mike? Yeah, I should have made it uh, Uncle Donnie with the bow staff. Ninja Turtles reference. Oh, that would have been... Uh, yeah. Uh, no, I missed Unc- out. Dang it. No, Uncle Donnie Wahlberg is Mark's brother. <laughs> is it? No. Um, no comment. But anyways, <laughs> so... Oh, uh, 
the line ignorant is not the same as innocence i want to hear your guys thoughts on this one um i mean i mean it's not original to this guy <laughs> like ignorance of the law is no excuse that i don't know where that goes back to but at the very least some danny phantom oh yeah oh totally God, this guy it's good is it good callback uh, yeah it was in i okay there's like an episode he got stuck in the d- ghost zone and they had like a sheriff walker or something and he's like ignorance of the law is no excuse and he arrested him or something i don't know that's that's reaching back into my memories <laughs> that sounds like a very judge dread line Oh yeah, they were. They might have been borrowing it from Judge Dredd. I like that. Does sound like a Judge Dredd kind of thing. Does this play longer into the film? You think? I mean, ignorance is not the same as innocence. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to draw conclusions to how Cal is ignorant towards. Uh, I guess his own self with trying to, you know, with the thought of that he can be everywhere at once. Oh, no. I think there's an argument for Batman, but I'm not sure. I just want to know if that, that, you know, a line like that being dropped just for the sake of what happened with Talon. Like, I mean, I feel like it's one of those lines that, like, serves like one of those, like, plot defining. I got it. I got it. So Lois is close with with Cal, with Cal, and I think I mean obviously Amanjak doesn't know that, but we as the viewers know that. So mm-hmm. I think it plays into Lois being um, thinking that she is innocent with uh, you know in the mindset of oh he just wants to do good, he just wants to be the best person that he can be and save everybody and yada yada yada. But that's not. And and he, you know he says ignorance is not the same as this, and so her being ignorant is about her not wanting to, you know, look at the other side of, you know, what Superman is doing, the after effects of it, kind of thing. You know what I mean? She sees no, him not at all. I'm sorry. <laughs> she sees <laughs> Superman saving everybody as a good thing, and that's the innocence of it. She thinks it's all bright, sunny, and and you know rainbows and stuff. Whereas the ignorance is that while Superman is, you know, in these other countries saving everybody and saving all these things, we will soon learn in this movie that, th- you know, his actions have repercussions. Or and, that he's struggling as a person. Yes. Um, so I, I don't know. Is that, am I, I mean, just talking? I was going to say, like, if I could talk outside this film, I'd say this line is pretty important in today's world. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Like, it's a significant statement that is, it, it's not wrong, and it's a good statement to have. Like, it is important to be informed. Yeah. Now, what he was saying last week, like, Amjog's words during, like, the somewhat of an interview, that was plot, like, the whole storyline defining almost. Yeah. Um, that that was important. But here, I mean, I don't know if it just serves a purpose of what's going on in this scene, but... I think it's one of those things that it's nice to hear as an audience and like you pack it up, you put it in your bag, you walk out of the theater and you like think about one of those lines. And I think that ignorance is not the same as innocence. It's one of those things that you can apply in life, especially right now, especially in our current political climate. But I'll leave it at that. I, hey, I'll, I'll expand on that. Hey, everybody, like ignorance is bad. Don't be ignorant. 
be informed. And don't choose to be ignorant. Yeah, especially choosing to be ignorant. But if you feel like you might be ignorant, go ahead and do research. Be informed. I feel like that's safe to say. Yeah, I mean, who wants to stop themselves from learning, right? I mean, they're only harming themselves. <laughs> Knowledge is power, my man. <laughs> that's an even better line. <laughs> I remember I had that in my third grade class, and it was a big banner o- of over Andrew Dorowski. <laughs> of Andrew Dorowski. Knowledge, Knowledge is, is power. power. Man. Andrew Dorowski, yeah. My man. My man. My guy. Um, okay, so after they say that, we cut back to some dude in sunglasses who nods to another dude with sunglasses. Uh, and they, then they shoot a dude without sunglasses. Right in the throat. Yeah. Yeah. About that. So, so if I understand all of this correctly, the intention of the guys in black is to make it look like Superman attacked the people. Right? Um, uh, we don't we know yet. yet. We don't know that. Should we hold off on this? Okay. I, I will, I will hold off on that and I will, I will put a pin in that. Yes. That's an intense gunshot to the throat though. Yes. It's a and, big, uh, gunshot. in the theatrical version, um, we'll see it in tomorrow's minute. But so he pulls up his gun. He aims it at the guy. The guy turns around. He sees, he sees that this guy with sunglasses is about to shoot him. Um, it cuts there and then it cuts into tomorrow's minute where it will show just, the dude with sunglasses, the camera's pointing at him, and he fires the gun. So we don't get this kind of graphic, this graphic shot in the throat with blood splattering on the wall behind him. That is only in the Ultimate Edition. Oh, yeah. Um, and it's not the so, only one. So not the last time we if see If I had to, you know, I love the Ultimate Edition far more than the theatrical version. I think it's a better film, and I think it's the, it is the film that we were supposed to see. But I will say... You could have taken that out. I think there was a way to do the Ultimate Edition and possibly avoid an R rating. What? I yeah. mean, but why Why would you... Do you think the R rating was something that it shouldn't have been? I mean, I'm all for giving it an R rating, especially this, this, I, this story that they're telling in the way that they want to tell it in this universe and how dark and sad and depressing it is. Yeah, slap an R on that, man. I mean... Well, don't do it just for the sake of putting an R rating. No, I mean, but there's there are there are if you can if the if, if like out to be taking these blood splatters out was like the def, you know deciding factor of if it was going to be an R or a PG thirteen, is that what you're trying to say? Yeah, I mean if that was a deciding factor, I, I don't think it was. I don't know. I think there was a way to do the ultimate edition and just cut out that. Just this blood. There's an there. There happens again. As they as we see them, I'll I'll point out which ones are okay. So this one, your opinion, take it out. In my opinion, you could have cut to just him pulling the trigger or something. But that's just my thoughts. All right. Do you have anything else? Me for this minute itself. Both of you guys. I'm sorry. (laughs) No, I'm I'm good. Yeah, I'm done. All righty. Cool. Alrighty, guys, we're going to go ahead and wrap up for today. If you enjoyed everything you heard, don't forget you can find us on all social media at DCEU Minute. You can find the rest of our shows at TooOldMedia.com, including Tarantino Minute, Austin Powers Minute, Honey Hold My Beer, and Stellar Dynamics. And if you want to join us, some of our past guests, and some of our other listeners, we have a Facebook group called DC Cinematic Minute Listener Society. 
And yeah, we'll catch you guys tomorrow here on DC Cinematic Minute.